Okay, so I really hope that this isn't affecting you, but knowing that you are a human being, it probably is. The good news is I have a solution to help you overcome it. Oh, yes. Let's talk about it. my beautiful one it is I your favorite doctor dr. faith Abraham and you know me yes you know me I help ordinary people become extraordinary coaches and they do that by way of life mastery school and of course this school has been created for those who want to live on purpose make an impact while making income at the same time and if that is you my beauty go ahead and go to www.lifemasteryschool.org www.lifemasteryschool.org one more time say it with me www.lifemasteryschool.org Org. Ooh, I switched it up on you. But today, listen, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is your experiences, you, your psyche, and you hear it in my voice. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, though, because one of the biggest things uh, that we neglect as humans, as we go through life, as we live this life every single day is the invisible, the parts of us that we don't see, the parts of us that are affected by our daily living, by our experiences, by the things that happen to us. And the things that happen to us, whether we wanted them to happen or we didn't want them to happen, right? That is a big thing. And here's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you that your experiences, not just the most recent ones, not just the ones that you can remember and you can recall, but the experiences that you have had ever since you came out of the womb and you began your human uh, experience on this planet earth is affecting you. It is affecting how you perceive things. It is perfecting, per, affecting how you receive things. Say that three times fast. It is affecting the decisions you make and you don't make. It's affecting everything about you. The life that you live, the things that you have experienced. Yes, your experiences affect your experiences and actually set you up for various experiences and more experiences that replicate what you have already experienced. Now, understanding this concept, if you're really going along with me here and you're thinking about it, you're like, wait a minute, the experiences I've had in the past are replicating themselves even now? Yes, even now. And that's why many of the experiences that you have had seem similar to the ones that you've had in the past. The ones that you've had recently seem similar to the ones that you've had in the past. And it's not until you go from operating an autopilot to now being active in your brain that you now can live the life that you truly want to live. 
The thing is, our brain is wired to be efficient. It's wired to not work hard. That's why we like routine. That's why that phrase, old habits are hard to break, is a true statement, but not in its entirety, okay? But what I want you to understand is the way your brain works is the experiences that you have are going to be stored inside of your brain. They're going to be stored not only as the event occurred, but also as emotions, also as thoughts that stemmed from that experience. Understanding that helps us to understand why we are triggered when certain things happen to us. And it triggers a emotional response, a mental response. Watch this, a physical response. It's so funny how my husband is always like, babe, you're so jumpy. Why are you always, like, I'm not gonna hit you. I'm not, I'm, you're always moving around. I said, listen, I'm not worried about you hitting me. You've never hit me. That's never been my experience with you. But I played sports. I played volleyball. I ran track for many years. And in those years, I've learned to, whenever anything is in my face, I'm going to react. I'm going to move. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to, you know, Jackie Chan in this thing, okay? I'm going to have a physical response because I have been trained in my brain and within me that if I don't move when I see something in my vision, in my peripheral, in my frontal vision, I can get smacked in the face with a ball, volleyball. See? If I don't move and shoot out of the blocks with all my strength and speed, when the thing goes, pop, I'm going to lose. And we don't lose over here. Mm-mm-mm. I have been trained that when you see something coming, you prep the body for the right hit or the right defense or the right move to get the result you want. So therefore, when I see a pillow or, you know, the kids are passing something to him and they're passing it across my face. There go my hands. I, you know, I just, I don't even think about it. It just happens. What am I saying to you? I'm saying that my brain has been trained to respond and defend anytime something comes around my, the circumference of my vision because of my experience in sports. So I get triggered, right? As soon as I see something coming up close to my face because of my experiences, many of us get triggered when someone says something that elicits an emotion and then we follow through on that emotion with our action. That's the T. That's my abbreviation for thoughts, a trigger emotion that elicits an action. Thoughts, emotion, action. Thoughts, emotion, action. Thoughts, emotion, action. That's the T, T-E-A. And 
in your life, you've had certain experiences so much so that now your brain feels like this is normal. Now your brain feels like this is how we react. This is how we respond. This is what we do. And it's not until you get out of autopilot and you take an active role in the thoughts that are happening in your mind that you can now actually even begin to exemplify or create any type of mastery within yourself. And of course we know that self-mastery leads to life mastery and life mastery begets success. It's just that simple. The more mastery you exhibit over yourself, the more results you will see in your life. But if you are on autopilot and you're allowing your brain to dictate to you, consciously or unconsciously, the type of results, the type of experiences, the type of people, the type of places, the things and the th uh, things you're exposed to, those, if you are on autopilot, your brain is going to dictate that for you and to you, and it's going to do it based off of your experiences, whether you liked those experiences or not. Whoa, sound the alarm. Did you catch that? Whether you like those experiences or not, because it's real to you and your brain and your thoughts and your emotions and your actions, it's a real tangible thing. It happened already. Your brain has now stored that within you and now has set up a program by which to operate off of. Because you've been an autopilot for so long, you've had these experiences over and over and over again. So now that is your normalcy. That is what happens. Let me give you an example. When we spend too much money, money comes into your hands, you get excited because you're not used to having a lot of money. And so you spend it before you even get a chance to invest it or invest in yourself. When you see a gentleman, you'd pick the one that's not going to be that good for you over the one that will be good for you because you've had so much experience with the one that's not good for you that your brain feels like and processes that as the right one. And it ends up being the wrong one, just like your ex, different name, different body. Same thing that we experience when it comes to business. Your businesses have failed in the past. And since you haven't uh, done any type of active work on yourself or your brain, every business that you put your hands on fails because that's normal to you. Your relationships, whether it's platonic or romantic, always end, always stop, always have the same difficulty, each and every one of them. And it keeps happening over and over again because that is normal to you. That is normal to your brain. So now we have to do the work of coming out of autopilot and here's the number one thing you can do to fix this. This is how we reprogram ourselves, rewire our brain, is to give ourselves new experiences. Well, how am I going to create a new experience if every time I get in a relationship, it's not that good? Or every time I get a mentor or a coach and they always, something always goes wrong. This is how you do it. You do it within yourself. You do it in your imagination. 
first. Because your brain, this is gold right here. This is gold. If you can write this down, please write this down. Lock it down in your phone, on your journal, whatever. This is gold right here. Let me tell you. Your brain does not distinguish any difference between an experience that happened physically or an experience that happened within you. The only thing it wants to know and the only thing it cares about is did you have the experience? Mm. Whoa, this is so powerful. And this is literally the work that no one has taught us that we could do. No one has shown us how to do it. And so we literally live our lives in this mode of repetition of things we don't want to experience, but we keep experiencing. And it's not until we use the power of our imagination to now create a new experience by which our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions are all engaged. That we now have created a new experience within us that our brain will now ascend to. And as it ascends to that new experience that you're going to keep doing over and over and over again, your brain will now look outwardly to see if that is actually happening. If it's not happening, then what it will do is now begin to facilitate those things that you've seen within your imagination happen in reality. And this is why our imagination is so powerful. This is why our imagination is so pivotal. This is why our imagination gives us the ability to create a life that we have yet to experience. If you don't have imagination, or another word for it that we use a lot, though I don't believe it's the same, but people do use it interchangeably, is vision. If you don't have a vision for where you're going, if you don't have a vision for what it is that you want to see, if you don't have a vision for where it is uh, that you want to produce, then you're not going to produce anything other than what you have produced thus far. And so when you take an assessment for of your life and you say, okay, this is not what I want. This is not where I'm trying to be. I don't, I don't know what I need to do first. I don't know where to start. The first place to start is within yourself. The first place to start is in your imagination. Now, if you are a faith-based, believing, Bible-toting, scripture-believing person like myself, then the other place that you're going to start, not even other, I'll say in duality, both within yourself and using the scriptures, is by using the promises that the scripture speaks about. And now using those promises and seeing it happen within yourself, seeing it as it applies to you and your life and your situation and where you're going and the mountains that you're climbing, right? Now you begin to solidify this within yourself and as a true experience through the power of your words. 
See, because if you don't use the invisible to fight the invisible, then the visible will never show what it actually can. So in other words, you're going to use the invisible, your words, they're invisible. You hear it, but it's not a tangible thing. You're going to use your words to align with the invisible, the other invisible, which is your thoughts and these experiences that you're creating for yourself within your imagination, which is invisible, to now create a visible, tangible life for yourself. Imagine, imagine how powerful it is to know that you can do work on yourself that will now recreate how you show up every single day in life. Imagine doing the work within yourself that can change the type of people that show up in your world. That is crazy powerful. And that means, oh goodness, as Captain Planet said, the power is yours. Literally, the power is yours. The power is yours. You can literally sit down and close your eyes and begin to visualize your life going in the opposite direction of wherever it is going right now. Or you can double down on what's happening in your life because things are getting good because you've been listening to the podcast and watching my broadcasts on YouTube and you've been applying the things that you've been hearing and as you apply it, you see it and as you apply it, you see it and as you apply it, you see it. And let me just say, my sweet, sweet, sweet love. If you think the freebie, this is a freebie, is good. Wait till you actually pay for the content I create and put into Life Mastery School. That's a whole nother level of operating. That's a whole nother level of being. That's a whole nother level of showing up in life, okay? So if you think that this good, this is what we call the free 99 is good, how much better gooder will the paid 99 be oh so much beauty so much but understand the power of your imagination to create and then back up what you're creating in your imagination with your words and you align those two things together and guess what your brain begins to seep that in and take that in and wants to create it because repetition is the mother of learning. Whatever you hear, whatever you see, whatever you experience over and over and over again is what you learn. This is the reason why I get clients all the time, couples who grew up in broken homes or they grew up in homes where the parents were emotionally unavailable or um, there was domestic violence or you know, the, the parents were just so busy living their life, they weren't involved in the kid's life, and, you know, all of these things. And so they make this decision, I'm going to not be like my parents. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to, and then when they get married, they end up doing the very things that they detested that their parents did. And what I have to do now is I have to now do the work of turning the mirror on them, helping them to see that what's inside of them is literally 
what they were exposed to. So they're operating in their marriage or on autopilot. They actively made a decision for the marriage to be different, for themselves to be different, for their experience to be different. But they've been operating on autopilot because they have not done the work that is necessary to uproot their former training in order they didn't get the necessary training and they didn't do the work that they had to do to uproot their past training so that they can now get a different result and as disheartening as it is to see it's even the more exciting to see the difference and to see the change and to see that it doesn't always have to be that way. I remember a client, he came in and he was on his third marriage and it was going on two years and he was really scared that he was going to lose this marriage. And the reason why he was scared is because he noticed that in the first marriage it was about two years and they got divorced the second marriage is about two years and they got divorced so now the third marriage is here they want to you know have a baby the kids are doing their own thing on various levels and it's a blended family and two years is coming up he's feeling the pressure he's feeling like he's in this twilight zone of life where his life is literally like those movies that they wake up and they're in the same day that they were in yesterday and they have to figure out what it is they need to do so that they can now leave that same day and go to the next day that's how he was feeling so we started doing the work and it was hard because one of the hardest things to do is to acknowledge yourself and recognize where you are, how you are, and what you can do to change it. If change was easy, we would all do it. Everybody, it, you know, just be, oh, yeah, I'm changing today. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, it'd be that kind of thing. But that's not what happens. We see what we need to do or we find out what we need to do and we drag our feet. We need accountability. We got to go hire a coach or somebody to, to keep us going when we don't feel motivated. And, you know, you need some worksheets and or you need a doctor to come and tell you if you don't change your eating habits. So that shock therapy of I got to change. That's what usually most of us need to change into really get better and good at life mastery and so in that he began to see himself and do that work and he would come in and did you do the homework ah, you know doc I just don't feel like it takes all that da, da, da. But guess what we're gonna go through the same thing that we went through in our last session together because you didn't get it well, that's not what I'm paying you for. Yes, it is. You're paying me for change. I'm trying to help you change. I can't do the change. I can't go home with you. I can't make the decisions for you. I can't jump in your brain and tap a neuron or a proton and tell them, hey, you guys connect so he can do something different. I don't have control over that. You do. But everything that we talk about together 
in our meetings now will reflect and show up in your everyday choices. And since you're not making the everyday choices to get the change that you desire so that you don't end up losing your wife and your new baby, we have to go over it again and again and again until it seeps in deep enough for you to begin to make the changes. Oh, he hated it. <laughs> he hated it. And it was just, you know, for me, I'm like, hey, I know. I've been there. I've done it. I know what it feels like to hear the same thing over and over and over again. And you're just like, come on. I don't have this yet. I don't get this by now. Like, give me a break. But when you get it, you get it. And you know you get it because you take the corresponding action. That's how I've changed my life. That's how I went from having no confidence to having a lot of confidence. That's how I went from not only being able to give advice to people who I knew to complete and total strangers. That's how I was able to literally change the entire trajectory of my business in the middle of a pandemic. That's how I was able to literally hear from an experienced, trained doctor, you can only have one child. If you try to have another one, you are going to die and not only have another one but have two more and I'm still here I had to do the work I had to see myself pregnant I had to see myself healthy and pregnant I had to see myself going to the doctor's office and the doctor telling me oh your levels are good your blood is good you don't need to take medication I had to see that within myself first before I actually experienced it and even when things, and the doctor said, you'd have to take medication, I still stuck to it. I think I'll do a, a broadcast on that, like believing hard. I still believed so hard that I was going to have this baby, and I was not only going to have this baby, but I would still see my babies grow up. I had to do the work. So I say these things because I know them to be true. I've, wow. Okay, that was just a wave of emotion right there. I, I've done the work enough times in my life to be able to share and be able to stick to my guns and keep telling this client who's paying me to hear the same thing over and over again until he really got it. And then when he got it, he got it. Still married, had another baby, Things are coming together. You know, it's a work in progress, especially when you're dealing with little humans and other kids, you know, kids that have a lot of emotion that they're going through. But they're doing it. They're doing it. And he was able to get out of the twilight zone. How phenomenal is that? So, my beauty, you can literally rewrite your life. The decisions you make, the life you experience, the things that are happening to you, the things that aren't happening to you, by using your imagination and backing up that imagination with your words. And you got to say it, even when it doesn't feel believable, even when it doesn't feel like anything's changing. Do it, do it, do it, do it you will see the change. That I know for sure. All right, beauty. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.